bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of judgment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people... Up, nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. Say three three two one two, one zero one seven is the number. Today's gonna be a little different because I read an article today that kind of disturbed me, that kind of bothered me today, and so I thought instead of going to uh, places where I'm not familiar, I thought I'd make some phone calls. So I called several people that I know, and you know, usually people, you know, you. Oh, that would be great. But everybody's busy today. Everybody's doing. But then a good friend of mine decided, you know, that she was nice enough to <clears throat> show up and uh, support because it's something about women in leadership. So I was reading an article in Bloomberg, Equality Today, talking about the work shift and how women are leaving leadership roles and quitting at a faster rate than anybody else. And so rather than me try to parse through this article and figure out how to talk about it, uh, you know, we always talk about how we, we only talk about things we know about it if we can learn about it and then we can do it. I don't think I can learn about being a woman in the workplace that fast before I uh, did it. And so, and so one of the things that, um, I did as I made a couple phone calls. And of course, we have in studio Mrs. Ebony Sally of Sally Media. 
Hey, and so I just wanted to say hello. She's been on before, you know, the Entrepreneurship Tuesday, and she's a media maven in the city of Milwaukee and marketing guru. She has a boutique marketing firm. I still don't know what that means, but uh, <laughs> I, like, I don't know. I don't know what that means. But one of the things I wanted to talk to you about, this article disturbed me, and I, I sent you a copy of it, and I thought rather than try to figure out what this actually means. Talk to somebody who's worked in the work world, worked in places entry level, worked in a in an organization where you're the CEO, but you've had leadership roles, you're in leadership roles, and now you're here. First of all, welcome. Thank you, Dr. King. Greetings. And can you like, tell me, what, what exactly do you do in Milwaukee? Sure. So I am the brand director, creative, at Siley Media, which is a boutique firm, meaning that we are very selective of our clients. And those clients reside in the healthcare space, the higher ed space, and place branding. Um, part of how I arrived at that firm um, was getting fired up from the article you sent. It says, <laughs> it says the article starts off with women are as ambitious as men. Um, in some workspaces, workplaces, that's frowned upon. So I worked in television. I worked in print. I worked in media. And for a woman being ambitious, that's not that's not promoted well. Well, well, you did this paid, unpaid, uh it was Volunteer. paid. It was oh, paid. Okay. Listen, um, but, you know, you look at all the statistics of where we're paid as women, as black women. So you can have all that ambition, but we would like uh, dollars, salaries, bonuses, opportunities for advancement to match that ambition. That's true. That's true. And so you've worked your way into working with organizations, with um, nonprofits, with corporations, with Healthcare and all everybody. those spaces. Everybody. 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 I'm the walkie's best kept secret. It is what it is. So women in leadership roles are quitting. So they're not getting fired. They're actually quitting. And so the article talks about this could spell disaster for companies, according to an executive whose organization helped conduct a large scale study of women in the workplace. Why is and I know some of my questions you'll probably jump on and beat me mm-hmm. up for. I'm, I'm used to it. Why is it? Why is having women in the workplace important today or has it always been important? It's always been important. I think when you have viewpoints that are as many viewpoints as you can get at the table as possible. That could be age, old, young. That could be demographics across the country, geographic. That could be just different viewpoints. So women bring a very unique uh Viewpoint to business. And I think if you look at the data, because, you know, I'm a data person. If you look at the data, companies that are run by women, mm-hmm. companies that have women on their boards, right. do better financially. Okay. So you can argue, but women make it happen. So then so then why <laughs> so then then why is having women in the workplace that important? Is it does it come down to money? Or is it? Is there some some other? If it's a for profit company, okay. let's make some money. Okay. If it's a nonprofit and you're okay with uh, declining revenues every year, then continue with business as usual. So, are you saying that all men companies can't make money? I would never say oh, that. Okay. I, I would just never wondering. say I just that. Wondering. But I think again, you look at the data. You look at companies that are led by women. Mm-hmm. They excel. 
Okay. So, so leaningin.org CEO Rachel Thomas said that this could kind of be disastrous because mm-hmm. because it's it's not a it's not a Me Too movement. It's not a um, I'm getting fired movement. It's a women saying I'm not going to work here anymore. There's a song called We're Not Going to Take It. You heard of it? Mm-hmm. And we're not. So we understand our value. We understand our worth. Um, when you look at black women, we're the the highest educated um, demographic. So you look right. at who's who's graduating right. with masters. We know our worth. We check the salary reports like everybody else. So we know what we're worth. We want the flexibility. We want the opportunity for advancement. And if you don't give it to us, we move on to companies that will. Or we start our own. That's true. That's true. 833-212-1017 is the number. You can hit us by phone, talk and text. We'll see what's going on. We have in studio Ebony Sally of Sally Media discussing women in leadership roles that are quitting at a faster rate. An article from Bloomberg Equality. Been thinking about going back to school. Well, Concordia University has flexible schedules and online courses, including accelerated bachelor's degrees and several graduate degrees fully online, allowing you to work and work toward that degree while saving you both time and money. And Concordia professors teach from a Christian perspective. Imagine next year you could be just one year older or one year closer to your dreams. Find out more at cuw.edu. Concordia University. Live Uncommon. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Women in leadership roles are quitting faster than anybody else. We have in studio Ebony Sally of Sally Media here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. If you have any any comments about being a woman, if you're a woman in in a leadership role and or in a managerial role and you want to, you know, chop it up in discussion, 833-212-1017 is the number. Hey, we want to remind you Tune in to the new 1017 The Truth this Saturday at 12 noon for the debut of Diversity and Excellence, powered by Erie Insurance, hosted by me and Mr. Fred Johnson, Vice President and Wisconsin State Manager for Erie Insurance. We'll be discussing the importance of prioritizing a diverse workplace and how employees will better thrive in an inclusive work environment. Don't miss it. This Saturday, the debut of Diversity and Excellence, powered by Erie Insurance, Saturday, 12 o'clock, right here on the new 1017 The Truth. So we were talking about the lean-in CEO before the break, Rachel Thomas, and how this could spell disaster. But this may resonate with some women who may be listening. How important is a personal narrative for a woman to follow regarding her path in life? Just as important as it is for everyone. So you look at what you decide to be when you graduate school, what you decide to be as you take those first couple of jobs, entry Mm -hmm. level, you know where you want to end up. And so you seek out mentors, you seek out sponsors, you seek out people who will help you get there. 
and and explain what's the difference between a mentor and a sponsor. Oh, I love this one. Um, and and let me just do a sidebar. I did a ton of mentors in my early career, right? right. Tons of people who can give you guidance. The sponsors are the ones that speak up for you when you're not in the room okay. and advocate for you to have better roles, increased responsibilities, bigger salaries. So we are over mentored as women. <laughs> <laughs> over I knew it was mentored. coming. I knew yes. it was coming. We have. Now, what do you mean when you say over mentored? You have a ton of people that want to weigh in. Trying to give in. you advice mm-hmm, and tell you what to mm-hmm, do. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. But how many people do you have that are in closed door meetings, closed door sessions that are saying Ebony needs this role? And do they have to be women? Yes. Really? Yes. Ooh. You get a different level of care from women sponsors. I know. Give me the side eye. What? I get it. You get a different level of care. Okay. Um, they, they're interested not only in what you can do for that company, right. but where you go long term. So I think it's, it feeds into the personal narrative. But is that the commonality that you have in common or just being a woman? Does it matter if it's a black woman or a white woman or, does it, or, or is gender Ooh. a place all by itself? I will say this in my PG and PC, right? Um, When people look like you have grown up in the spaces Mm -hmm. you have, have gone to the schools that you have, they understand your needs better than anybody, right? So if you're sitting around with a group of fellas and they're in your age group and they look like you, their conversations. You say something about age. That you can have conversations that you cannot have in different spaces. And so that's what mentorship and sponsorship can do. So the narrative is more important in terms of you understanding Mm -hmm. it. But then is there a such thing as having a wrong sponsor? Oh my gosh. Listen, don't don't have me out here, Dr. (laughs) Ken. Uh, yes, there is a such thing as wrong mentors, wrong sponsors, wrong circles of, of friends, um, professional associates. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. and yes. Okay. Okay. So can you, from a woman's perspective, right, because that's why I had you come on the show to talk about it, you're in marketing, mm-hmm. right? You're in mm-hmm. branding. Mm-hmm. Can you comment from a woman's perspective on the following areas regarding um Whatever you choose, organizations, women's groups, women's leaders, women in general, all that. Advancement opportunities. In what way? Well, tell me, tell me more. From your perspective, are these things important for women? Absolutely. Is there a different perspective that a woman looks at advancement opportunities versus a man? Say? Absolutely. So a group of friends and I joke about, um, you know, as women in business, we wish we had wives, too. We wish we had folks that would get our laundry done and clean and, and <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> right, take care, rear the children, I ain't and that. churn the butter and milk the cows. Uh, the, the producer's <laughs> like, yep, okay. Gabriel's <laughs> like, bam, you on point. <laughs> we wish we wish you had those things. But all of that right. has a place in how you advance. Right. So let's say let's say just now I have a daughter. She's in her senior year of high school. If I wanted to pick up and take a job on the other side of the country, who follows her out through the senior year? Right. So that can affect my advancement opportunities. I mean, if Oprah calls and says, hey, Ebony, let's chat. My levels of advancement change by what I can and can't do as a woman in business. But is there an expectation from Oprah to you for you to do certain things because she's a woman and you're a woman, but she's single? Uh, Honeygram is her honeygram. So anyway. 
<laughs> you think you, you think Honey Graham doing doing uh, dishes and oh Honey Graham is definitely the, doing the, dishes. The, you the need to follow. You need to follow Oprah he didn't, on. He didn't probably messed up one or two loves. <laughs> like no, no, you can't do this no more. I got this. No, you need to follow Oprah on Instagram so you can uh, <laughs> see Honey Honey Graham doing the doing the laundry. If anybody has anything. Any comments? 833-212-1017 is the number. What about flexibility? Um, we've heard, and, and and we both know through through uh, training, through experience, through school, through advanced degrees, that that women don't have the same flexibility as men. There's a there seems to be an expectation back in the fifties. First of all, we're we're talking about a group of people that had such a lack of forethought that we built one car garages. And that women would always be in the house. They would never work. Mm. But yet today, just recently, right? I always talk about 2001 is when women could actually wear braids to work. But then, but then we talk about childbearing. We talk about time off. Um, other physical things that are, that are indigenous to women that up until recently, we really haven't had a lot of legislation that helped women be able to be flexible enough to keep their job and be who they are. And I think that's what you're saying. So if you have this this gig economy, right? So you and I have had conversations about the gig economy. Right. If I can work as a consultant, take the vacation I want to, rear my family in different states, different countries, right? Provide experiences for them. Why would I need to be locked into a company that treats me anyway and... Limits my advancement. Why would I do that? That's evolution. But don't you want that, you know, to have their logo paycheck? to have their logo on my resume? Right, that guaranteed paycheck every two weeks. My my hustle for myself can be so much more than mm-hmm. a company can provide. Right? Unless I mean you get a company yacht. I hear that some companies are wow. doing that now. But wow. other than that, why would I stay? So what type of things should a company do to keep a woman? I love the concept of unlimited PTO. Um, And I think women just get it done. And I'm not hating on the fellas. That sounds like you. (laughs) I'm not not hating on the fellas. (laughs) But women get it done. And we're going to figure out what resources we need to get it done, who we need to have at the table to assist. And we're going to get it done. Now, is that a DNA thing or is that a societal thing that has forced women into a space where expectation takes over? Both. Both. I mean, you, you, well, if I can go back culturally, mama's going to get it done, right? Mama's going to do all of me. <laughs> whatever they needed to do. I think we bring that same focus, that same diligence into companies, organizations, boardrooms, um, and consulting for ourselves. And so we determine when we're promoted. We determine when we advance. We are in control. But what about the unequal treatment? I mean, you know, you go to work and I mean, there's so many things. There's so many lawsuits. There's so many mansplaining. Mm. Yeah. Am I mansplaining now? Sometimes you mansplain. Of course I do, because I'm a man. That's the only way I can explain. That doesn't make any sense. You womansplain. Don't you womansplain? I tell it how it is. No, you womansplain. That's what (laughs) that is. Kyle, I can't get no helmet here, dude. Like, really? Wow. Okay. So, So the unequal treatment in terms of... Just pay gap. Mm. Mm. I thought you were going to go with the uh, the family leave and the 
You oh, know, that, and just, that's just coming. The oh, assumption yeah. that people make. So sure. when you when you talk unequal treatment, mm-hmm. people assume, let's say you're hiring two people. You're hiring a young woman at 25 and a young man at 25. You're making an assumption that she wants to have children in the next five years or so. And so you're going to treat her that way. And so you're advancing based on the treatment that you think she's leaving you soon to raise a family and all that. That just may not be the case. If there's unequal treatment, if there's if there's a space where women are not given the same things as other men, let's say PTO. Right. Mm-hmm. But somehow you find out. You came to the job and they said you got X amount of hours. I've never had PTO. So, you know, law enforcement, they don't give you time off. You'll work till you drop. Um, let's say they give you 40 hours, you know, 80 hours, right? What? Well, usually it's like three days or something. What? What? And then you come in and find out that everybody else got like six weeks mm-hmm. and you got two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you remedy that? Do you still have to go through HR? No. Who, who no. actually are the people who set it up for you to s- sign off on getting getting 80 hours when everybody else got six weeks? You know there's, what I mean? There's too much technology now. So you have sites like Glassdoor. Right. And there's one for specifically for African-American, Hispanic, Asian-Americans called Blendor. Mm-hmm. So you can look at what the compensation packages are. It's, it's basically Yelp for business. You can see how they treat their team members, their staff. You can see what salaries are, what compensation packages are. So we're going in more armed than we have been able to do in the past. We know what we we know what we want. But what about when we put all this together? I mean, we're making more money. We're asking for what we're worth. We're not putting up with craziness. So why are y'all complaining? We're not. We're leaving. (laughs) We're leaving. That's the article. And and that's the whole point is that they're. Women have said, I'm done with this mm-hmm. and that we're going to just roll out of here. Listen, if I'm going to be stressed, I'm doing it on a beach in Mexico. Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh, see, you got to have Wi-Fi though. You got to have Wi-Fi. Why? So, so it, it just, it just doesn't make any sense that women have been putting up with this for decades decades and scores so, of years right yeah. and so is is that kind of what drove you to start your own it is so i um for for lack of discretion i will say that uh during the last great recession i worked um in media and there was a shift to automation so to have staff and actual people in one location was cost prohibitive so I was downsized in that. Mm. Now, luckily, I've always had two jobs, right? So I've never put all my eggs in one uh, basket. Uh. So I decided, though, after that job had been eliminated, that I would never, ever allow someone to take food out of my mouth, right? So if mm. I was going to be hungry, it was going to be because I was on the couch and lazy or on a beach, right? Lazy? Lazy. Oh, never okay. never me, but in, other words, in theory. You, but, but really what it comes down to is you having the power to make the decision Absolutely. on what you were going to do. Absolutely. And so I launched a firm with about 10 clients and got busy. The rest is history. 
And that history has been how long? 12 years. Okay. So I'm, I'm moving the company into the teen years. You know, teens act up, so we'll see. Okay. Now, before we go to break, was there ever a time in an organization where you worked that actually came close to giving you what you wanted in your career? For me, it's always been a blend. So some companies have allowed me to do uh, professional development. Some companies have had an amazing bonus structure. Some companies have had um, the opportunity to network and pay for conventions. So for me, it's always been a hobnob of those. Um, but listen, mm-hmm. I'm holding out for Oprah. She might have. <laughs> she might have what I need. <laughs> Tell you what, we'll get with everybody. We'll call up her people. Have her people. Excellent. Have my people call her people. Excellent. We'll see if we can get her over That's here. That's what I need. We'll have her get over here. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven. If you're a woman and you're working and you have some questions for Ebony, questions for me, this is a phenomenal article that really shed some light. But when we come back after traffic and weather and sports. We we're, we want to look at, I want to I want to get your thoughts on C-suite leaders and women of color. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Our guest is Ebony Sally of Sally Media. We'll be right back. Southbound 43, going to be a little bit of a heavy ride, 24 minutes, Brown Deer Road to downtown. It's going to be an extra 12 as you continue over the high-rise, 13 from downtown to Layton Avenue. 41 southbound, 32 minutes from Highway Q to the Zoo Interchange. That's up an extra 17. And westbound 94 downtown to the Zoo will take you about 14 minutes. Give yourself an extra 7. And checking the TMJ4 Storm Team forecast tonight, partly cloudy, a low of 42. Tomorrow, sunny, breezy, and warm, a high of 72. From the WTMJ Traffic Center, I'm Debbie Lazaga on 1017 The Truth. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. Be sure to tune in this Saturday at 10 a.m. for our brand new show, The Soft Life Chronicles, presented by all of us, Milwaukee at the Center for Community Engagement and Health Partnerships. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and Denise Thomas will be joined by Beverly Cooley and Mirtha Sosa Paccio to discuss why women should get screened for breast cancer and how we can support someone fighting a battle against breast cancer. So make sure you tune in the soft life Chronicles 10 a.m. Saturday presented by all of us, Milwaukee and right here on the new one Oh one seven, the truth. Eight, three, three, two, one, two, one, zero, one, seven is the number we're talking about women in leadership roles and why they're quitting. They like rolling out. I'm out of here. Directors, managers, entry level, uh, vice presidents. So before the break, we were going to talk about statistics and C-suite leaders. Uh, Statistics from leanin.org say that one in four C-suite leaders, right? Not that's just like assistant VP, VP, somebody that has a, a president in their title, right? 
just one in four is a woman. But also in that same thing, one in 20 is a woman of color. Yeah. What does that make you think? I'm not sure why we are okay with these numbers, why we allow these numbers to exist. I mean, think about this. If you got, in your, you if you got in your car. But what can you do? <laughs> you don't make somebody happy? 20% of the time it worked. You would get a new car, right? But it's not having a woman or a woman of color in my company going to make me not work. It's You are not going to be as effective. You are not going to be as financially sound as you could be. Now, the beauty is companies have decided we don't we don't even want to deal with it. And that's okay. But when you look again, data is everything. When you look at annual reports of companies that have women, namely black women at the at the helm, you get more from them. But what does that mean when you say more? Revenue dollars. This is America. Okay. This is America. We like to make the cash. So I'm making an economic argument that if your company wants to grow. You need to have black women at the table. And yes, I love all my sisters, but I'm speaking specifically to black women. So does that mean you got to get it right all the time? I mean, are you held to a different standard? It seems to me that that might put a little pressure on a woman of color to outperform everybody other than just simply doing their job. Hmm. You're so deep, Kenneth, because we have these conversations, right, Dr. Ken? We have these conversations, and here's the reality of it. Mm-hmm. I think the article says that women are not breaking up with work. They're breaking up with companies right. that are not delivering the culture and the opportunity. Everything comes down to the culture and the opportunity. But what is that? That is the the PTO. Is it is it a hostile work environment? Do I have to explain braids? Do I have to explain my extensions? Yes. Do I have to explain why my the hair is short today? Listen, I worked at a, a company when I was just starting out my career, worked with a fabulous Caucasian woman, and she wore as many weaves as I did. I shouldn't have to explain that. It's 2022, the year of our Lord, 2022. All of this is available online. So when you get a culture where you have to explain why I am using this particular sunscreen, why I have braids, why um, I don't think I should wear a dashiki um, during February, I, these are things that create culture. And I think what you're saying is in mass, women are saying, I don't want to have to show up and do education every day. I want to show up and do my job just like Chad does. Just like Brock does. Which then doubles the work that you have to do because now you have to represent B and then do what they want you to do as well. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So for every hundred men promoted, right? You said you were into Mm -hmm. data and numbers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For every hundred men promoted Mm -hmm. to manager, right? This Mm -hmm. is that like that first step. We're we're beyond supervision. Mm -hmm. Now we're at management. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's entry level, Mm -hmm. supervisor, manager, director you know, assistant, vice president or whatever, and then vice president. Mm -hmm. 100 men promoted to manager, 87 women are promoted for every 100. The number drops to 82 if you're a woman of color. Why? Why do you think? Hmm. Well, talking text line, Mr. Medi said, spiritual wickedness in high places are forcing women out of leadership roles. Uh, But 
understanding that they're the strongest beings mentally. That he said, focus on your job and not media and peer pressure. But then he also added, hallelujah, thank God I'm not a woman. (laughs) And so when we look at that, you know, there seems to be a disparity even in how people of color look at women Mm -hmm. of color. Mm -hmm. So if it drops to 82% for women of color, Mm -hmm. what does that mean that you're literally running at a deficit when you get in the door? Because you're not even, of the few that come in, of them, fewer are promoted to supervisor, Mm -hmm. which means there are fewer that are even becoming managers. Mm -hmm. How do you fix that? Which then means when you start to look at the levels of CEO, Right. You've got what? Two? Mm-hmm. Two in the country. Two? Two? Two wow. Fortune 500 CEOs wow. that are black women. Come on. So how do we change that? How do we get a pipeline created? And before you answer that question, we're going to go to break. And 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 I I really I want to talk about that, but also talk about there's a comment in here from a there's there's comments in here from Carmen Bryant who is the vice president of marketing and some of the things that she went through and she experienced. And I want to know whether or not any of this resonates with you. You're listening to Ebony Sally of Sally Media. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. This is Truth in the Afternoon. Women in leadership roles, quitting faster than anybody else in America. We'll be right back. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. In the 5 o'clock hour, I'll be giving away some tickets to see the exclusive Wakanda Forever private screening on Saturday, November 12th. So make sure you listen sometime in the 5 o'clock hour. We're going to be the, huh? I don't know what to. I can't hear you. Not now. We'll be there later. No, you ain't got to play no song. We're just going to do it. And then I got other stuff I got to do. You know how we roll? You know how we roll around here? That's all right. Oh, that's right. It's your first time producing my show. Okay. Yeah, we're going we gonna to just roll like that. So, Is that a woman producer? Yes, that's a woman producer. Mm, I like it. What do you mean? I like it. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm going to make sure I introduce you to Garibri before you go. Uh, is she in leadership? Not yet. I love it. That's Not what yet. I wanted to hear. So we got it, right. on. We got it on record. You got it on record. Not yet. Since I don't hire anybody, I, I can say it. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I'm just advocating for my sisters. That's See, eight three three two one two. Is she back there clapping? Eight three three two one two one zero one seven. If 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 now see the reason why women aren't calling it because they got jobs. They work. Hello. That's all I'm saying. Hello. So. Or they're on the beach. I mean, That's true. Some of my ladies are That's like, true. you know what? Let's just work from the That's beach true. today. Garibri, I'm gonna put you on point. You got your microphone in there, right? Do you have any thoughts about what we're talking about? I. I, yes, but I don't want to voice them. <laughs> All right, I'm just here. text me. Just text me and I'll say it. We'll, we'll let work. y'all talk after. We'll let, wow. But you know what? That that brings up a phenomenal point. So mm-hmm. um, I think there needs to be more of women in leadership who are taking other women by the hand and saying, you know, don't say anything to me that you wouldn't say or don't say anything to her you wouldn't say to me. Right. right? And really standing as cover. So if you've already got the CEO title, you've already got the president title, right. you have some leeway. But don't we watch white women do that every day? We watch everyone do that every okay. day. We watch, um, again, and I, I love my gentlemen, my gentlemen, right, 
who are <laughs> double plural, double plural. <laughs> a double plural with an apostrophe and another apostrophe. Um, but we watch men groom and position and um, seed other men to leadership roles. We watch it happen and we kind of stand back in shock and awe that it's happening, but they do it. So we as women need to continue doing that. And I think groups like um, But Tempo, do women do it enough? I think I think the tide is changing. So okay. you have groups like Tempo, you have groups like Professional Dimensions, which are saying these are groups of women. Right. And we're going to take you by the hand and move you forward. Okay. And and again, stand as that cover where the president and CEO can kind of do what she wants to do. So you can position those VPs, those managers to move them forward. All right. So there's a there's a comment about the experiences of a uh, woman by the name of Carmen Bryant, who's a vice president. Reading some of her comments, they made me think in a way that that made me really take a step back. She says she recently quit her position as marketing director at an online job listings company after her brother died of pancreatic cancer. She said, I have this epiphany that life was really short and there's no reason why I need to be somewhere that's not serving me. Mm. And she wanted a more expansive role. That mindset helped her, who's, who's, who's black, right, to jump to WizWire, an online hiring platform where she's now the vice president of marketing. And she said something that struck me. She said, a lot of women think if they work hard, People will notice that'll be enough. That sounds Say familiar. Say that again, Kenneth. A Say lot of women again, think Dr. that King. if they work, well, a lot of people, yeah, especially yeah. people of color, mm. think that if they just work hard, people will notice and that'll be enough. And the truth of the matter is women have to advocate for themselves and black women have to walk a fine line being careful about how aggressive you are perceived. Why does that continually come up in relation to black people and aggression? You know, it's something that I have not understood. I mean, think about this. Think about you walking into a company, you being emotional. Let's say you lose a client, right? So you lose a client and you're stressed out about it. Right. As a black woman, you can't even cry. You couldn't even cry at the white your desk women cry about all that. the time. But but as a black woman, you couldn't because now you've got to be strong. Right. 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 But you can't be too strong because now You're why aggressive. is Ebony rolling her neck and popping her lips? Right. Well, I'm passionate. I'm passionate. But we don't get to be that. So we're in this we're in this in this lose lose when it comes to being emotional at work. So we show up, we do our work. Right. And I love that she said, you know, you think you will advance by doing the right thing. People will notice and you will advance, but you need those sponsors. You need, um, I think in this day and age when we have technology, you need technology to show that you know what you're doing. What can work to change this? I think it'll be a mixture of things. It will be us advocating. It will be enough of us leaving the workforce and creating our own, um, I, there's a there's a lyric by the prophet Sean Carter, affectionately known as Jay-Z, <laughs> <The laughs> affectionately prophet? known wow. as Jay-Z. He says, pay us like you owe us. Right. And, right. and for those of you that know the rest of the lyrics, um, women are showing up. We're doing the work. We're doing it well. We're building 
companies for other people. All we're asking is to be paid like we should be and get the culture that we need. All right, we we got about three more minutes left. Any thoughts you want to add to the conversation? Oh, I'm sorry. And and let me, let me say this right quick. Um, Focus on your job. This is what Mr. Medea said. Focus on your job. will never fortune 500 companies will never respect Brown race women in their companies out of respect to their European women in power in there, even though the brown race women are the leaders in the business world for their race. No mistakes. You kill the race, you kill the man. I don't even uh, I don't want to say I don't think it's that um, because because it is that heavy. But wouldn't it be phenomenal to crack open a fortune magazine to crack open a Forbes magazine Mm -hmm. and see black and brown folks that are self-made that are in a position to hire globally. Wouldn't that be great? That'd be great. So we start to build it and we do it one company by one company and that company partners with another company and we just get it done. You know, we'll, we'll take it from here. Any thoughts? We got it. Anything to add? If you have a woman, young woman in your company, think about what you can do today to put her in the best place that she can be five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now. And I promise you, she will look back and you will be a part of her narrative when she says that company took a chance on me, that company bet on me, that company propelled me forward. And you'll be a part of a bigger narrative. So reach out and and grab you a sister. Legally, of course. Legally, of course. (laughs) So you don't end up calling you and say, hey, what exactly did you do? Women in leadership roles quitting faster than ever, going to other jobs, going to create their own companies like you did, Mm -hmm. create their own dynasties. Will it ever be to the level of the majority? That's not my... That's not my cross to bear, so to speak. Okay, then let me rephrase that. Will you ever be or have a company that's at the level of the majority? I am in the global majority. But is your company? My company is run by a founder Mm -hmm. who is in the global majority. Okay. And so future plans to grow? Listen, wherever there's a beach... There can be a branch. Solly Media. Group. Now we gotta find Wi-Fi. <laughs> Where there's a beach, there's that. a branch of Solly Media. That's what do right. you say? We have literally one more minute. What do you say when people say women will never be on a level of a man? That men designed the world and systemically they made it that way. If you want the world to continue moving as it is, you keep doing what you're doing. When you want to excel and grow and achieve, you'll step aside. Now, do we need to step aside or can we walk together? I mean, I didn't want to say get run over. I was well, trying to but I mean, is, is there is there a space? We only got 30 seconds, but mm-hmm. is there a space where where this can be done with men and women of color of everybody together? I'm going to go pedal to the metal and say, nope, give us give us control. Okay. There can be one driver in the driver's seat. All right. Women in leadership roles. This is an article from Bloomberg Equality on Workshift. Our guest, Ebony Sally of Sally Media, soon to be a conglomerate all over the world. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. Top five at five are coming up next, and I will see you then.